Good morning, everyone. Last time I talked about the Hadu. All things are created by the mind. Today's talk is a follow-up to the previous one. One practitioner asked, "All things are created by the mind. After we have learned this principle, how should we practice?" It's a big question. The founding master answered that question in one sentence. Aren't you curious to know his answer? He said, "We keep our minds free from disturbances, delusions, or wrongdoings when facing sensory conditions." His answer sounds too simple and easy, so you may think, "Is that it?" However, as our understanding deepens. We may realize that it truly is the essence of our practice. Being free from disturbances, delusions, or wrongdoings—does it ring any bells? Yes, the first three items of the essential dharmas of daily practice. Today, I'd like to delve into the first one: the mind ground. Is originally free from disturbance, but disturbances arise in response to sensory conditions. Let us give rise to the absorption samadhi of the self nature by letting go of those disturbances. In the official English translation, it says the mind ground is originally free from disturbance. In a strict sense. Mind ground and mind are not synonyms. They are distinguished as follows. First, what is the mind ground? In each and every one of us, there is this thing, and because we have this thing, emotions and thoughts can arise from it. If there is completely nothing, this body would be nothing but matter. And then, how could emotions and thoughts arise? As such, this thing, which we refer to as the self-nature, is the foundation from which different kinds of minds arise. That's why we call it the mind ground. It's like because the ground exists, both crops and weeds can arise. Because we have the mind ground, different kinds of minds. Can arise. The mind ground is originally free from disturbance. It means that there is no disturbance in the original state of our mind. That's how it's been given to us naturally. Isn't that a blessing? That's the default state of our mind. However. Disturbances arise in response to sensory conditions. It means that when we encounter a certain condition, various kinds of feelings or thoughts, including disturbances, can arise. In our self nature, in the mind ground, lie all the possibilities of different feelings and thoughts arising in response to sensory conditions. Again. That's what our nature is. Then, what should we do when disturbances arise? 
Let us give rise to the absorption, samadhi, of the self-nature by letting go of those disturbances. What is absorption, samadhi? Absorption means the state of being observed in the self-nature. Samadhi, absorption, is slightly different from concentration in that concentration means there is a subject who is making efforts to concentrate and an object of concentration. Whereas when you are in the state of absorption, samadhi, you are totally observed so that the subject and the object become one and you do not even have an idea that you are concentrating. True absorption, however, is also different from being attached to the object of concentration and forgetting about other things of your responsibility. Absorption without any attachment. That's when our mind is united with our self-nature. That is absorption, samadhi. Absorption, samadhi, breaks up when disturbances arise. This clear and calm water, can you see my fingers through it? It becomes murky when stirred. And it loses its original clear and calm state. However, because clear and calm state is the original state, when disturbance subsides, the original clear and calm state of water is eventually restored. Likewise, because absorption, samadhi, clear and calm state of mind is the original state of our mind, when we are free from disturbances, that is in effect absorption and samadhi just as it is. Some of you may wonder, if absorption, samadhi, is our original state of mind, why it is so difficult to give rise to the absorption or even to concentrate? I experienced the exact same issue. But well, that just means that that's how much we are disturbed and affected by our attachments and discriminations, such as likes and dislikes. Then how can we give rise to the absorption, samadhi, of the self-nature? Let us give rise to the absorption, samadhi, of the self-nature by letting go of those disturbances. We can give rise to the absorption of the self-nature simply by letting go of disturbances. Again, because when we let go of disturbances, that is in effect, absorption and samadhi. Then how can we let go of disturbances? The founding master gave us a clear instruction. Each time you are faced with sensory conditions, you must assess and check your mind over and over 
to see whether or not your mind ground is disturbed. Examining our mind ground to see whether or not it is disturbed is different from just watching the disturbed mind. For example, this is what happens in my mind when I just watch my disturbed mind. Seriously, that's hurtful, and this is not the first time. You hurt me the exact same way before. I'm so furious. I can hurt your feelings too. Examining our mind ground doesn't mean watching this train of egocentric inner speech. The disturbance never ends this way. It only grows. I'm speaking from my own experience. That is the wrong way. Examining our mind ground involves checking our disturbed mind against our mind ground, saying the mind ground is originally free from disturbance, but this disturbance arose in response to this sensory condition. I was fine a minute ago, but now I'm feeling mad. So what changed? The look the person gave me really made me feel hurt again. The first thing we need to do is to know and to believe that our mind ground is originally free from disturbance and that is the original state of our mind. And we should have the will to keep the original mind. Then how can we keep our original mind? How can we let go of disturbances? As long as we don't stir this murky water any further. Does this disturbance subsides and the original clear and calm state of water is eventually restored. Likewise, as long as we are not moved by the sensory condition anymore, disturbances subside and vanish of themselves and our original state of mind is restored. How can we remain unmoved then amid sensory conditions? We say stop the mind's functioning. One of the most effective ways of doing it is to stop the train of egocentric inner speech. When we stop the train of inner speech, we can stop creating any more disturbances in our minds. I am talking about absorption, samadhi, but that doesn't mean that I am good at it. Recently, I had spent several weeks experiencing strong disturbance and resentment. Disturbances are just like weeds. When they are small, it's easy to pull them out, but when they grow, it becomes so much more difficult to pull out. When I stop and examine the mind ground, right at that moment they are about to arise. I can see, hmm, a disturbance is about to arise in response to this sensory condition. Hmm, seeing that person doing such a thing, anger is about to arise in my mind. When I was, was able to do so, the disturbance disappeared right away. The sensory condition didn't bother me at all. 
It was not difficult to let go of the disturbances when I did it at the right time. However, when I missed the timing and didn't stop the train of egocentric inner speech when it started, the, distur- dis- the disturbance went on and on for weeks. And I became so furious at times. Even if I knew I had to stop, it was difficult to stop it anymore. Thoughts about what the person did or said to me in the past and how upset I was kept coming back. I tried to find gratitude in the situation, but it didn't work. I was totally disturbed. Then I recalled that I should stop the mind's functioning, stop the train of inner speech, to be unmoved. Then I examined the mind ground. The mind ground is originally free from disturbance, but this disturbance arose in response to this sensory condition. It was really difficult to stop the disturbance, but I firmly decided to restore and keep my original mind, and I continued to stop the inner speech no matter what. That was the key. Surprisingly, the disturbance started to subside, and soon after, I was able to see the other person's perspective and benign intention. It wasn't to hurt me in the first place. I was able to see my misunderstanding. As things that we could not see in murky water reveal themselves and become so clear once the disturbance has subsided, when our disturbances subside, we can see things that we couldn't see before. It all becomes clearer for us. It is when we let go of disturbances that we can start to see things as they truly are. I sincerely hope that we can give rise to the absorption samadhi of our self-nature in any difficult situations and thereby have the right view so that we can be free from suffering and peace can always be with us and those around us. Thank you.